Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 11th of August. And uh, I'm reaching the point of climbing the walls, waiting for the hockey season to come back. Seeing some of the highlights of Matt Vemichkov from the three-on-three preseason tournament over in the Continental Hockey League and just really starting to chomp at the bit to get this season underway and get the game back on the ice. I, I don't want to wish away summer on for some people, uh, but at this point I am climbing the walls in a big way. And it's always this point in the beginning or middle of August where I really start saying, all right, let's get her going again. Let's get back on the ice. Let's get this game uh, back where it should be. And I know the players will start coming in at the end of this month and beginning of September getting ready for uh, another season. And it's a long season. It's a grind. Um, but I'm ready. I'm Call me ready, willing, and able at this point. But in this episode, we are going to have a uh, reconnection, if you will, with Cindy Stutman. She is the Senior Vice President of Community Relations and Executive Director of Flyers Charities. And recently, the impact report came out from the work that she and her staff accomplish over a calendar year. So we're going to check in on some of the things that took place this past year from a charities and community outreach standpoint. And we're also going to look ahead to the coming year with Cindy Stutman. And she joins us now. Cindy, how are you? Good. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me again. First of all, how's the summer been? Summer's good. We've been busy getting ready, but it's, it's hard to believe we're what, less than two months or just about two months from opening night? So let me ask you real quick about the difference for you guys in Flyers Charities and Community Relations in the summer. You can get out, you can get the Flyers Caravan out, they get down the shore and get all over the community. It's not much of an off-season for you guys, is it? It's not much of an off-season in terms of the amount of things we do and the number of places and, and visits we do, but um, nights and weekends are a little more friendly to us. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure, without having the games, but we look forward to getting the games back on the ice. Now, uh, back on uh, August 2nd, the Flyers did release their 22-23 Community Impact Report. And we've known, you know, Flyers charity since they began. You know, the original Flyers Wives Fight for Lives Carnival and, and the, you know, amount of impact it's had on local communities. When you look at the impact of, you know, what Flyers charities and and community relations is able to accomplish here in 2022 and 23 and and coming into this season is it almost just overwhelming at, at the amount of you know impact it has on the local community for you yeah i think that as we look at what we've done this past year and really even the last couple of years our focus has been on just that on impact and I think we used to be focused on like, let's be everywhere and anywhere we can at all times. And now we said, let's dial it in a little bit. Let's let's do maybe fewer, um, have fewer partnerships, but let's do them bigger and impact more people. And we've been able to do that with the, the prostate cancer initiative we did with Abramson's Cancer Center. Um, you'll see more. You've seen a little bit about our partnership with Playworks, where they're going to bring a whole hockey curriculum to elementary school students over the next year. Um, just really big things that we've done. And, and it's really not just Flyers Charities, right? It's community relations. And like you mentioned, the, the caravan and the Make-A-Wish we do and all of the great stories we tell with Hockey Fights Cancer, um, Military Night, Pride Night, all of the great things we do there. And, and the alumni are, are part of the mix too. So we are sort of a, an octopus with a lot of <laughs> legs out there, you know, trying to reach everybody through a variety of avenues. 
I thought one of the really smart things and was was the element of tying a specific player to a specific charity that they have, you know, root cause in. Um, how has that been working with the players to get them involved, things that maybe have impacted their life or that they at least have, you know, good amount of passion about? Yeah, it's it's been really good. And we had a really good first year. I mean, I think um, you saw a lot of of the good that came of it with Sean Couturier's connection with Ed Snyder Youth Hockey and Education and, and his presence with those kids and at some of their big events. Um, Travis and, and Travis both were involved in cancer initiatives and did maybe one of the best PSAs I can remember in quite some time with that um, initiative they did with um, Zach Hill and Brad Marsh was in that commercial with them too. Yeah. Um, and, and we look at something like when we did the Make-A-Wish with Zachary Wirtz, and that was something that was also tied to Travis Konechny, and, and they reconnected at the carnival, and then we sent, you know, um, Zachary to the draft. So it's been a year-long relationship sort of that built from their relationship together, and these guys have really connected um, with a lot of these causes. Scott Lawton had a, had a few on his list too with the Ronald McDonald house and um, some other visits he did. And, and it's really gone a long way to help these organizations too. I know one of the big things was, has been the flyers recesses and you guys it's <clears throat> school, 7,000 kids teaching the great game of hockey and gym classes, providing equipment for each kid, receive tickets to a game to see it in person. Cause a lot of times you, you see the game in person and that really is what gets the hooks into a young fan you know, when you look at kids' reactions to, you know, Flyers recess and them coming to a game, what is that like? You've been with the organization 25 years, so you've seen it across generations. But what's that like with kids of this generation and creating those new hockey fans, you know, and Flyer fans from for now and beyond? Yeah, I think it's fun to be part of the start of it, right? Like we're getting yeah. the sticks in their hands. First of all, this assembly program is super, super fun. Everett Jackson, our in-arena host, hosts it. So you can imagine it's like very high energy, really interactive. Huh? And the only requirement from a school is you have to promise to teach um, hockey in your gym classes for um, a two-week period. And we will leave all the equipment behind. We'll give the school everything they need. So they're learning about the game in the assembly. They're playing the game in gym class. And then they're getting to come down, see Everett, you know, and is in a real job doing um, the in arena hosting after they saw him at the school and really watching a game live and really seeing um, what it means to not just love hockey, but love the Flyers and, and really be part of that fandom from the beginning. So we're going to do even more schools this year, reach more students and hopefully only continue to grow. I know you guys also recently had the uh, grand opening of the outdoor street hockey rink and playground at uh, Joseph Scanlon Rec Center in Kensington, um, in the neighborhood of Philadelphia, um, when you build guys build, you know, the rec centers and, you know, you get players or John Tortorella gets out there, um, you know, seeing that impact in the community in, in that outdoor setting, I imagine is pretty cool as well. I know Torch was just out the other day. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's been really cool to be a part of something like that really from when you look at the before and after pictures of that site specifically, um, and not only is it a great place for kids in that area to play hockey, it's a great place for um, them to play hockey and have access to um, Snyder Hockey's programming, right? That was the one of the big goals there, that they can expand their programming. These kids in that neighborhood then get more access to um, their life skills classes, their educational resources, their scholarship programs. And it's, it's a really good multi-purpose space really for the community to gather for a variety of reasons. And for us, obviously, the icing on the cake is it's a great place to play hockey. We sponsored a learn to play there to get more kids um, involved learning to play ball hockey. 
and and we have some some high hopes for additional programming we'll continue to do do there and i know scott tharp and snyder does too what's it like you know flyers charities and, and the community relations have been around for so long now and done so much work in the community i imagine you see you know uh, parents now that have kind of known about the impact of flyers charities from the time they were a kid and now they've got kids you know, it's it's pretty weird to see because, like, I see it with my kids and, you know, my son plays and playing against Snyder Hockey, which wasn't around when, when I was a kid, but is such an enrooted program now. The growth is is staggering. But w- when you look at it and you see the parents that maybe benefited from it and their kids benefiting from it now, I imagine that's pretty rewarding. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. And it's also on the other side, too. It's, you know, at the carnival, you see parents who came to the carnival as kids and then now are bringing their kids and they're continuing that yeah. tradition. Um, and on the, on the community relations side, you know, Rob Bear does so much with youth hockey and, and he's coaching kids who he had relationships with their parents and their parents played in Flyers Cup or, or whatever the case may be. But it's, it's interesting to see the, the, not only the, the impact, but the participants that people are still enjoying engaging um, with what we're putting out there, which is fantastic. And we're, we'll continue to evolve and, and try to create great things that people want to interact with so we can do all these good things. That was kind of a freaky moment for me when yeah, I played in the Flyers Cup four years from, I think it was 86, <laughs> 91. And then my son played it in this year. And I was like, whoa, this is bizarre. <laughs> it kind of freaked me out a little bit. But, but um, you, you know, one of the things too, Sin, you can't do this. You can't do this alone. Players can't do it alone. It, it takes an army. And the commitment that you guys get from all levels, from the from the players, from the behind-the-scenes staff, from your staff, uh, from the coaches, management, and all of that, that is the only way that Flyers Charities and, and you know community relations is going to be able to accomplish all of this in any given year, isn't it? A hundred percent. And I, and I think that I'm very confident in saying as an organization, we are all in on on anything community related, uh, anything charities related. And that starts at the top with Dan. Obviously, um, we have coaches support. He's already helped us with the team schedule, lock in our big fundraising dates for this year. Um, and the charities and the CR teams they're they do so much behind the scenes that that people don't even know the things that don't even get out. And this is a group of people that is not only great to work with, but they have such a passion for the organization and our region that the work they do is it's fun for them. And they, I can't even tell you how great they are and the, and the great things they do, but um, you know, our staff is all in too. We need volunteers for a lot of these things to make happen. So people give up their personal time when they're already working games and nights and weekends to make these things happen in these caravans over the summer. And it's, it's really just a part of, of who we are as an organization. And, and we have people that are part of that organization that reflect that. Yeah. That's the identity. And it's, it's not only, you know, it's always been a, a, an organization specifically tied to the city, but that's just grown year in and year out. And it's good to see, you know, people that get it and they get the area and they want to do something with our local area because it's a great area. I think it's why so many players decide to live here after they get done. Yeah, because, for sure. And like, you know, all this, yeah, all this stuff started with Mr. Snyder, right? Like this was the identity mm-hmm. of who we were and um, it continues to this day. And, and Dan has been really clear on this is going to be to continue to be who we are. And, and it's, it's really fun to be a part of something that everybody's all in like this on. Yeah. It's funny because you, you have a guy in Dan Hilferty, who's a sure guy, you know, total Philly guy. 
was at the parade back in the in the 70s yeah and then you got danny who retired and decided to make this his forever home and same thing with jonesy even though he only played here for you know basically had a cup of coffee here <laughs> it's pretty wild um cindy great stuff and we'll be looking forward to the great events to, again this coming season and throughout the what little what little we have left of this off season and then right into the season into the carnival and everything that goes with it. thanks for taking the time as always and uh, make it a great year once again and i know the fans will as well let me just do a cheap plug for the Gritty 5K, which is October Absolutely. 21st. <laughs> October 21st, you do not need to be a runner. We will give you a hot dog to cross the finish line, and you can register now at flyerscharities.com. Sounds like my kind of marathon. You don't have to be a runner. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, Sid. Thanks, Jay. Thanks to Cindy Stutman for taking the time to join us on this episode of Flyers Daily. Monday, we'll get back to our top 10 Flyers question marks heading into the 23-24 season when Bill Meltzer joins us for his Monday appearance. So join us then. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday with a brand new Flyers Daily.